0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. The sinus infection I endured this past week has been trying and has worn me down. I used to bounce back pretty quickly, but this recovery has been long and drawn out. This has gotten me to think about healings in the Bible And how Jesus, with just a word or a touch, could heal a person instantly. Though Jesus healed many throughout his ministry, Matthew chapter 9 has a list of healings we should consider. In verses 1 through 7, Jesus healed a paralytic. He was the man that his friends let down from the roof of the house where Jesus was, broke through the roof, and then lowered him before the Lord. Seeing their faith, Jesus healed the man, and he arose, took up his bed, and went home. That is amazing to me, as well as to the people who watched it happen. Verse 8 says, Now when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such power to men. In the following verses, a ruler comes to the Lord, whose daughter has died. Whereas many would see little hope, this man believed that Jesus could heal his daughter. What faith to believe that even though she was dead, that she might live again. Jesus goes to the man's house, touches the girl's hand, and immediately she is brought back to life. In verses 18 and 19 and 23 and tw- through 26, In the midst of his journey to the ruler's house, a woman with a flow of blood for 12 years comes and touches the hem of his garment, and she was immediately healed, in verses 20 through 22. In verses 27 through 31, two blind men received their sight, and in the following verses, a mute and a demon-possessed man was healed. In all these situations, the healing was immediate. There was no going home and taking an aspirin. There was no two weeks of recovery time. The healings were instant. The healings were not partial, but complete. None of them were halfway healed. They were completely and thoroughly healed. That is the power of Jesus, and that is the power of the Son of God. We must realize that as amazing as these miracles are, that it was never the purpose of Jesus to come into the world to heal people of their physical infirmities. The purpose of the miracles was to prove to the people that Jesus was who he said he was, the Son of God, God in the flesh. His true purpose was to heal people spiritually. It is important for us to understand that just as Jesus healed people of their physical sicknesses thoroughly and completely, that whenever Jesus heals a sinner of their spiritual sickness, that it too is thorough and complete. It is interesting that many people doubt that Jesus can forgive them of their sins. They reason that their sins are too bad that Jesus could never forgive them, but such thinking is wrong. Jesus can forgive any sin that we truly repent of. He will not forgive sins that we don't repent of. Jesus' ability to forgive sins is seen in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 4 through 7, which says this, But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk? but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. Jesus' proof of his ability to forgive sins is seen in his ability to heal the paralytic. The enormity of sins forgiven is seen in the life of Paul. Notice what Paul said in first Timothy chapter one and verses fifteen and sixteen. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. However, for this reason I obtain mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. Notice that Paul calls himself the chiefest of sinners. If he is the chief sinner, my friend, that means that you are not. And if Paul can be forgiven of of his sins, then you can be forgiven of your sins, if you turn away from your sins, as Paul did. In doubting that God is able to forgive our sins is like saying that God is not powerful enough to forgive one of their sins. Is he powerful enough to forgive sins? Yes. Then he is powerful enough to forgive your sins. That power does not come through our ability to be good, but through the power of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for us. He is able to forgive you of your sins if you are willing to repent of those sins, confess him as your Lord and Savior, and then be merciful for the remission of your sins. Acts chapter two and verse thirty eight. Our spiritual healings will be as instant as Jesus' physical healings in the Bible. It will be complete and thorough, so much so that God will take us and add us to his church. Acts chapter 2 and verse 47, and then prepare for us a place with him forevermore in heaven. If you would like to know more about having your sins forgiven, you can contact my friends at the Uliga Church of Christ, or you can email me directly at C of c at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will. And I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.